Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about ether, for example. Is is your is your book for sale about it? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Say it like you mean it. This is my body. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to, let me tell you, episode number 137. Had to look that up. Uh, I am your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. Let me tell you, is a podcast where anything dealing with politics, current events, stuff like that, just anything outside of just straight theology and, and so on, looking at the things that are happening in the world according to a Christian worldview, this is where I come and I talk about it. It's just a occasional podcast when things pop up. Um, used to do it once a week, and this was kind of my anchor thing. Um, then I realized I really wanted to be more anchored in just theology and stuff like that. So the Master's Dog became my anchor, and let me tell you, became just the occasional thing that when something pops up, like we're going to talk about today, did a live episode not too long ago, um, jump in here and release one of these episodes and let you guys know what's going on current event wise politics wise so on of course as we get into um, election season which it seems like anymore we're always in election season we'll see more and more of these uh, episodes of, of this particular podcast but at this point it's just hit and miss when when stuff comes up things like Roe v. Wade being overturned. Um, we're going to get down and talk about it. So there's a little background on the podcast for those who are new. Again, continuing to get more and more subscribers every day. It's because of you guys who like the videos, share the videos, comment on the videos. You'd be amazed at how much your comments add to the algorithm and make Mr. Algorithm. And no, I didn't steal that from Space Jam. I've been calling him that for a long, long time before I was able to actually put Don Cheadle's face uh, to that name. And uh, he puts it out to more and more people who would like, and it helps the, the channel to grow. So please continue to do that. I won't ask you to like the video yet because you haven't seen the video. But if you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, get all the content that I release over here. Lots of stuff coming down in the next 24 hours. Um, I have done, I have recorded in the last 10 hours. Uh, seven, this is number seven podcast. And I got one more coming after this and those are going to be released throughout the day, um, tomorrow. And, uh, and so you guys, well, today as, as you're watching this, um, going to come out and this will be one of the ones towards the end. So you might've already seen them all already, I hope, or you'll go back and watch them after you watch this one. So, um, again, appreciate all of you who are just faithful uh, viewers, listeners, you can get the podcast uh, in an audio form anywhere where you get your audio podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Pandora, Amazon, all those places. I convert this all into an MP3 format, send it over to those places. You can pick that up there as well. If you don't have time to sit down, watch a video, you can put it in your earbuds and take it with you and listen as you go. So thanks again for taking the time out to faithfully listen watch and share and do all that stuff with these videos so today again unless you've been sleeping under a rock somewhere you know that last friday two fridays ago is at three fridays ago 
two Fridays ago, uh, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade um, with the decision on Dobbs, which basically said Roe v. Wade was wrong, that the Constitution does not give uh, women a right to kill their babies in the womb. And it didn't, again, it did not outlaw abortion everywhere. Uh, there are certain states that trigger laws. Utah's trigger law took a few hours to kick in, but where the trigger laws uh, immediately set into place new laws and so on, getting rid of the majority of abortions in those states. I don't think any state, there may be one or two, Ohio and Alabama or some one of those, that, that completely got rid of abortion across the board. I think every state still, and, and I don't agree with this, but it's there, have provisions for rape and incest, life of the mother. And again, none of those things um, take place. Well, rape and incest, I guess, can take place in a, in a Planned Parenthood. Life of the mother is not a, a Planned Parenthood situation. It's not an abortion clinic situation. Life of the mother, if it's truly life of the mother, that's an emergency room situation. And like we always say, they do everything they can to save the mom's life. And if the baby passes in the process, we mourn. But we don't intentionally go in and kill the baby thinking that that's somehow going to save mom. Very, 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 I mean, infinitesimal percentage of, of, pregnancies where the literally it is the life the baby living in the womb that is threatening the life of the mother it's always something else and it's never never has to be the killing of the baby that is again that is just another thing that doctors or doctors come up with to give people an excuse to terminate to to kill their baby in the womb Rape and incest. We don't kill the baby because of the crime of the father. What other situation do we ever find ourselves in where we would kill the child for the, the crime of the father? The man should, should get the death penalty. Absolutely. I firmly believe the man should be killed. If he's raped a, a girl. Incest, that's a, that's a whole other thing. And, and that's, I mean, you can have consensual incest. I mean, a lot of times that is, is again, through sexual assault, um, taking advantage of a minor, some of those things. That, 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 but there's, there's, there is a such thing as consensual incest. And if that's the case, there, no, you don't kill that baby. You, you repent, but you don't kill the baby based on the, the sins of the parent. So, again rabbit trail on that one and we'll probably do it two or three more times throughout this episode but um roe is gone and again you know people are losing their mind protests are happening calls for violence are happening yes i understand that over the years there have been violence that have come out of professing christians firebombing clinics and and killing doctors and so on very rare has that been something that has happened? And I would not call those people Christians because they don't understand the gospel. They don't understand uh, what Christ said about, you know, vengeance is the Lord's, not ours. We don't take it into our own hands. But again, we are now seeing on the left where pregnancy centers are being firebombed. Lives of 
of Supreme Court justices and, and others are being threatened. Right? This is this is the, the, the inherent hatred of the left. And yeah, I said it. You look, I, I've got hundreds of hours of video of me standing outside of the Planned Parenthood in Salt Lake City. And I challenge you to find a hateful word come from me. And, and you can, you'll probably find places where I've called men cowards. If you want to call that hateful, okay. But look at the way that we are spoken to and the things that are said to us coming from those on the left. The, the least of which is the fact that, again, the, the, the tired argument that you're a man, what do you, why are there three men standing out here, blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't have an opinion on, you can't get pregnant, blah, 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 blah. Let me introduce you to the Supreme Court that gave us Roe v. Wade. There you go. Nine men who should not have had an opinion on abortion. If that argument is valid, these men should have abstained, recused themselves from making a decision in Roe v. Wade because we don't have, none of us have a uterus. And so none of us should have an opinion on this and they should have recused themselves. So there never should have been a Roe. Based on that argument, there never should have been a row. That was always what I bring up to those people when they tell me, you don't have a, you don't have a uterus, you don't have an opinion. Or, so you're okay with overturning row? It's literally the opinion of, of nine people without uteri. Uteruses. Right? That's what you got. That's what you're dealing with there. And let me introduce... And, and again... Seven, this was a seven to two decision, and the majority on this court in 1973 were Republican appointees to the court. So, again, all the talk about conservatives and da 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 da, I mean, that had no bearing on it. Was a, 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 a highly conservative court that gave you Roe, it was all men that gave you Roe. Right, All these things are the arguments that come from the left. Let's introduce you to the court that overturned Roe. Um, it's, it's not a bunch of old white men. I mean, there's, there's some old white men in there, right? And of course, yes, the, the dissenting, the, the three, this was a six to three decision on Dobbs that overturned Roe. And the dissenting, I believe, was Breyer... Uh, Sotomayor and Kagan. I believe those were the three dissenting opinions. So you have, you know, Coney Barrett, Kavanaugh, uh, Thomas, uh, Kennedy. Maybe no, maybe it was Kennedy. I don't. I don't remember. I can never remember which one, Kennedy or or Breyer, is the conservative. Blah blah blah. Gorsuch. Um, and so on. So there, there's your, there's your court. Again, it was, uh, there was a, a, a black man and a white woman who were among the, the decision, uh, among the, the majority that overturned Roe. So this argument of, of no uterus, no opinion, or old white men shouldn't have it, tell women what to do with their bodies, blah, 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 blah. It's defeated just by the faces that are on the courts that one gave you Roe and the other that overturned it. 
these tired old arguments that we hear over and over and over again. So irritating that they, 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 they just keep coming and, and they never stop. We'll talk about more of that in a minute, but they never stop. The tired arguments never end. It's never ending. They're, they're always finding, again, we rape, incest, life of the mother, you know, you don't have an opinion, blah, 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 right? My body, my choice, which is, is the most absurd out of any of them. But before I get into that, before I get into that, the question that has been asked of me many times by many people, um, I tried to answer it in, in the Facebook Live and the live that I did the other day. Um, I think the one of the specific people I was trying to reach, I don't know that he actually saw it. I need to just get online, face-to-face with him, have breakfast, do something, um, and chat it out. But where do we go from here? What do we do now that Rose overturned? Do we still go out to the abortion clinics? Right now, there's no abortions happening in Utah. I mean, not at Planned Parenthood's. They're, they're, they've all been put on pause while Planned Parenthood litigates against Utah's uh, abortion law that was put into place that says unless two doctors are present to confirm the life of the mother um, and that it's been reported to law enforcement and so on, then abortion can't happen. So all this, you know, that they're, they're litigating against that right now. So Planned Parenthood is not doing abortions, but they're still doing other things. And the reality is, is there are still going to be people who are pregnant, who are going to walk into Planned Parenthood seeking an abortion, whether they know about the laws or whatever. And we need to be there. We need to be there because these people now more than ever are going to need the help. Because again, they, no matter what we offered help, many of them continued on and went in and, and took the life of their child. Well, now they're going to literally be turned away and they're going to have to come back out and we are going to be there. We are going to be the ones that are going to be there to say, we can help you. Because this murder option is no longer there. So let us help you. Please let us help you. And so, yes, I will still every Friday morning. I missed last Friday because my daughter graduated from preschool. That's a thing. <laughs> we had fun. It was, I just, it, it feels like a participation trophy to me. It really does. I graduated high school and that's it. Another episode for another time. I missed this last Friday, but I will be there every possible Friday morning. I will continue to be outside of that Planned Parenthood in Salt Lake City. And I will continue to preach the gospel, much to the chagrin of the AIDS Foundation that, that, I don't know if they purchased the building, but they've got office space in the building next door. And they've been the ones that have been calling the cops on me lately. But I will still be there. I will still preach the gospel. I will still offer help to, to women who walk through. Um, and will continue to be a voice. Will continue to be a voice for the voiceless. Those babies that, that people come in with the intention of killing. We will still be there to, to be that voice. To call out to say, please don't let them hurt your baby today. Let us help you to let your baby continue to live. 
And again, we're we're seeing. I mean, this is the. I don't think there is another. I will. Same-sex marriage is the only other uh, issue that comes as close to dividing America as this does. But this is the most polarizing issue of any issue that is out there, and we're seeing it in the constant protests coming from the other side demanding their right to murder their baby. And again, they always come back to this tired argument of my body, my choice. And I so wish that they would recognize that it is not your body. Not your body. It is literally the body of your son or your daughter that you are making a decision on. That is the body that dies. So again, it's not your body, your choice. It's the baby's body with no choice. And now... For the first time in almost 50 years, somebody has stood up and said, you do not have a constitutional right. You didn't before, even though some group of nine men tried to make it so. Roe was never a law. Remember that Supreme Court does not make law. Congress makes law. President enforces law. The Supreme Court interprets law. And they gave an interpretation, an opinion, and somehow everybody forgot their basic high school civics class. And it was, oh, it's the law of the land. No, it never was. And finally, somebody on the side of those babies who have no voice spoke up and said, no more. We are no more going to be this bad body of of people that are going to continue to allow this bad opinion to to mandate what this country does erroneously just like finally they got it right in the Dred Scott case finally they got it right in Roe and overturned it so that those babies have a fighting chance now to live and again, we, we, we continue to, to go down that road of my body, my choice, and, and defeating all the different arguments that are out there. It's not your body, your choice. It's a baby's body with no choice. And now they've got a chance. It's not your body that you're making a decision about. It's your son or your daughter's body that you're making a decision about. And that's all there is to it. I mean, I could go on and on and on. In the, in the live episode I did, I, I hit a bunch of the different arguments that are out there. But so where do we go from here? We continue the fight because the fight isn't over. I mean, there are literally companies out there that are offering people up to $4,000 as, as, as much as I've seen to drive to another state, to travel to another state so that they can kill their baby in a state where they still allow that to happen, California, New York, wherever those places are. Literally, because it's a whole lot cheaper than paying maternity leave. Right? So, of course, that can, oh, they don't care. It's not about, oh, we care about you and your rights. and No, they care about their bottom line. And it's a whole lot cheaper to send you to another state and pay for you to go to another state to kill your baby than it is to pay you maternity leave. 
sorry to burst your bubble. Sorry to make you to, to take away that illusion that Amazon really cares about women's rights. It's Jeff Bezos, y'all. Really? I mean, there are songs about F. Jeff Bezos, right? There's songs out there. People don't like him, and suddenly everybody on the left thinks that this billionaire Jeff Bezos is so great because Amazon's going to pay women to go to another state to murder their baby. How quickly and how fickle it is on the left. I mean, I guess I gotta gotta admit that it's pretty fickle on the right too. I mean, those on the right, not me. I didn't do it. I take no credit for the man. But they uh, elected a a serial adulterer who grabs him by the hoo ha to the highest office in the land, and God used that. To put people on the court to overturn Roe. Pretty great example of how God can use a crooked stick to draw a straight line, right? And again, a a really, really scathing indictment of the church in America. Because again, and I think Jeff Durbin, I don't know who originated the quote. But abortions were happening. Babies were being killed in this country by the permission of the church. Because the church in 50 years did not do enough. Could not find a man or find it within them to elect a man to office that would put justices in place to overturn that law. Or that not. And see, and again, here, how quickly I I slip right back into it. Rose, not a law, it's an opinion of nine dudes without uterus. Right? And so, just like in the case of Martin Luther King, uh, MLK 50 came around, and, and, and again, this this abyss that separated uh, factions in the church because there were those that were, he's not a believer, blah, 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 don't be woke, this, that, and the other. And then the others that, that honored a man, maybe incorrectly honored him as a believer because I don't believe that he was truly a believer. I think his theology was bad. I think um, he was an adulterer, much like Donald Trump, excuse me, I don't think he was truly a believer. But God still used him to bring about change in this country needed necessary change. I mean, I'm not one of those people that won't look back on on the, the fault of the church and uh, in America for things like slavery and Jim Crow. <coughs> I don't think that makes me woke. I don't mean that's I'm definitely not CRT. I'm just a realist. I can look back and go, Jonathan Edwards, one of the greatest orators and preachers of our time, owned slaves. And a violation against God's word. Does that negate sinners in the hands of an angry God? No. 
That, that message is, is just as valid as it was. But Jonathan Edwards was not the, uh, the, the saint that we thought he was. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say whether or not the guy was saved or not. I hope he repented of owning men, men selling and owning, owning people that he should not have owned, <clears throat> that were not property, that were image bearers of God. Sorry, I've done way too much talking today. I should have should have cut this one out. But here we are, 24 minutes in. We're not going to stop now. I'm just going to take a whole lot of drinks of water. But God used a man that I would not consider to be a believer, had to use a man, scathing indictment on the church. Where was the church at this time, during Jim Crow, when God had to, had to raise up Martin Luther King? To bring about change in this country. Where was the church when Jonathan Edwards was owning slaves and Puritans were owning slaves or other Christians were owning slaves? Where slave owners were using the Bible to justify the horrible treatment of image bearers of God? It's happening right now. Even after Roe's been overturned, there are people that are professing to be Christians. Jory Micah, Shelby Spong, I think he's dead. Did Bishop Spong die? I don't know. If he's alive, he's out there. Nadia Boltz-Weber. Who else? Kyle Howard, whatever your name is, dude. I don't even pay enough attention to you. These people that are professing to be Christians that are now concerned about women's right to murder their children. They're still trying to use the word of God to defend murder of babies in the womb. Just like they tried to use the word of God to defend mistreatment of, of black people during the 60s and Jim Crow. 50s, 60s, 40s, 70s, 80s. Last week. Same as they were trying to use the Bible to justify slavery. Where was the church? Now, yeah, I know. William Wilberforce. The church is what rose up to defeat these things. But again, for far too long, the church was, was not loud enough. I mean, I, I don't know that until it was the last 10 years when God finally raised up men like Brian Brady and... Jeff Durbin and John Barros and and Jason Cottrell and Bo Lynham and these men who, who, who stood up and preached Rusty Thomas who finally stood up and said no more. These are the William Wilberforces of our day. And we've seen their voices have now been heard. And we've, we've seen the Supreme Court finally overturn this horrible decision. It didn't get rid of abortion. It just put it back to the states. Many states have put in bans. Not enough have. There are still states where you can kill your baby right up until the moment of birth. New York, looking at you. So we need people, we need the church to stand up in those places. If it's possible, if I could, 
I would be traveling to California to stand outside of Planned Parenthood there. If you can, do that. If your state isn't doing abortions right now, go somewhere else if you have the ability to do so. If you're in a state where they're allowing abortions to happen, get up, go, make your voice heard. Be the voice for the voiceless, if you can. If you can. Join the fight, because the fight's not over. Yeah, we, 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 we've celebrated a victory. We, we've won a battle, but the war still rages on. Babies are still being murdered in this country at a, a, at a rate that is, is disgusting to think about. So please, if you can, if you can't get involved physically where you're out there doing, offering help, preaching the gospel, then get involved through prayer. Get involved financially if you can. Again, I, I'm the guy that will acknowledges that there are different parts of the body and not everybody is called to this abortion ministry. But I think everyone's called to pray for it. Somehow, you don't have to be out there doing it. You, you may have a different ministry. You may be doing foster care. You may be doing um, hospitality. You may be doing recovery outreach. You may be dealing with, with addicts and, and so on. There's something that God has you doing. I hope you're involved in a ministry of some kind. You don't have to be involved in mine. But if you can, pray for it. If you can, support it financially. Give some money to whatever local uh, abortion ministry you have that is out there offering help to women. They need money in those coffers so they can pay for the things for women so they can let their children continue to live. Utah's Voice for the Voiceless among them. If you're in Utah and you can't be part of this ministry physically, please consider giving money to Utah's Voice for the Voiceless. Voiceforthevoiceless.live and Abortion Now. Either one of those, and then whatever local group you have in your state, look up Bull Lynham, um, you know, John Barrows, any of these things, if you can give to those. But please pray for them as well. If you can't get out there and hold a sign or hand out a tract or have a conversation with somebody, pray for those who are. And we'll pray for you. I'll, I will pray for you in whatever ministry you're part of. I'm always, I'm always willing to offer up those prayers. But the fight continues. So where do we go from here? We keep fighting. We keep fighting. That's the answer to that question. And we keep fighting the way that we always have kept fighting. And that's simply through always, always preach the gospel at all times. And use words because they are absolutely necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.